<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That one hit. Guys, we just have to hit. Listen, this is the Netflix documentary Cheer. And as long as we hit, we're going to pull a zero, you guys. And we will come out state champions, national champions once again. That's what we do. We got to hit every time, okay? <laughs> I, you're the only person that... I haven't watched it. James, have you watched the Cheer documentary, docuseries? No, it'd be weird if I had. No, it wouldn't. It's the same people who made Last Chance You. It's like, it's really good. <laughs> I also haven't seen that. But that's okay. I mean, I know it's good. I just look, I I I get your enthusiasm. I see where you're going with it and I'm there with it. I just can't fully relate to it because I haven't seen it. I do like <laughs> to go to the local high school and watch the cheerleaders. <laughs> I won't I won't watch the documentary because I have my own uh, kind of have my own circuit that I run. You know what I'm saying? Well, my sister right. was a cheerleader, my older sister when we were kids. So I watched a lot of cheering competitions on TV. I'm sorry. See, yeah. are you like yeah. forced? Did you feel forced or were you just like, yeah, it's pretty good? I felt forced. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, well, I, I guess uh, I'm holding back that, you know, every once in a while I like dust it out. Yeah. Andrew's <laughs> like, here we fucking go. I am a state champion cheerleader. Uh, oh, I don't. I'm wear those colors proud, bitch. I know. I'm not judging. Like when yeah. when I go home to visit my parents in Rochester, Michigan, do I dust mm-hmm. off the old varsity jacket with the medals on it and do a victory lap around the TJ Maxx? I sure do. They're like BVP's back in town. <laughs> Watch out! Watch out! Hold on to. She's gonna want a pyramid any second now, guys. It's like oh, when boy. Faulkner used to dress up in his granddaddy's like war costumes and just sit around the town square, and they were like, mm, "Oh, that weirdo really? William Faulkner again." He's back. <laughs> Um, you guys, welcome to Cyberpunk Podcast. I'm your I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. Hello. Hello, hello, Andrea. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. And joining us again today, it's been a minute, but we're so Whoa, happy to a few. I know. It's like mm. been two years, but we're happy to have him back again on the pod. Please welcome James Fritz, everybody. Hi. Hi, Hi, how's it going? What's what's been going on over the last two years? Oh man, I don't know. All I know is a belated happy holidays. We were all supposed to spend Christmas Eve together, but you oh, know, yeah. No, we finally won the war on Christmas. <laughs> we should <laughs> totally. I thought Absolutely. it would be more fun. <laughs> I know. I was hoping it would be a battle of like how much could I drink with my friends. Instead, it was a battle of um, just farting on a couch. Mm. You know what I mean? And I won that battle. I'm just yeah. gonna say the ca- the couch lost, and the I couch won. lost. <laughs> you won. I'm in a so, place yeah. too where I think I was so like in such a dark space. Mm-hmm. that I told you all to watch Outlander and now I'm watching more of it and it's not a great show. So yeah, I, no. I-, <laughs> no. I was like, just wait, you're going to be very disappointed. It's okay. The first season, like a lot of shows are like pretty great. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, keep making more of this. And then people are like, okay, are you sure? And yeah. then, you know, and you got to yeah. be careful with those wrecks nowadays. Cause that's all we have is TV. You make a bad recommendation to someone I know it's it's criminal these days. Here's a little bit of fun, though, Brooke. Yeah. Uh, The woman who sings the theme song to Outlander is a client at my work. I'm not going to name her name. 
and you know or anything like well, that there's no she, way we could find, look that up <laughs> nope nope i mean i'm legally i'm not gonna say it right, right. no but but I just thought it was a very fun little. I was like, "Oh, that's fun!" And in the in the the old wheelhouse of what our chat on the show is about lately. Um, if you didn't know, Brooks, Brooke, and I, have, you know, dubbed. If you don't know about Outlander, James, I don't. it's a little bit of a lady wank show. You know, a lady yeah. what? Wank, a wank, lady, a lady wank. wank. Oh, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. way too like as a I, I a gal fat, if you will, a, a gal mm-hmm. fat. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. And it it really held up where I was trying to justify. I'm like, these storylines are good, and I am definitely not in it for the sex. This was my version of like I read Playboy for the articles, but a TV show. And uh, and mm. now it's really fallen apart in season two. And I'm like, wow, I that was so, so this, this a- storyline's so bad I can't even jerk off. Is like, it a historical? <laughs> That's bad. And I tell you right now, you know, there's five seasons total currently. So buckle up, Buttercup. Is it a historical drama? Yeah, it's historical. It's about a woman from the 40s who goes back in time to 1742 in Scotland. (laughs) And she's like a nurse and she's a fucking woman and she knows what's up. Okay. And then she says it out loud and gets boned a lot by a hot Scottish dude. Oh my God. Um, as my, anyways. as my friend and friend of the show, Henry Zabrowski said, he's like, this bitch fell through some rocks and landed in the bone zone. Um, which is she time traveled to the bone zone. Fucking was better in the 1700s. Hygiene was bad. Fucking was better. Sure. There's sure. a lot of uh, r- retirement. I mean, my twenties. So. My you could say the same thing about me in my twenties. Quite honestly, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm much better at cleaning now, and I'm I don't get laid half as much. You know mm-hmm. what I by by mm, you know what I mean. And I'm not in the zone. You know. Yeah. Anyway, it's a we lot have harder. a beautiful bone zone love making relationship brian yeah um but not like but not like before he was around Um, well it's a lot harder to fuck on the swooning couch yeah (laughs) that's That's what i'm imagining on this show a lot of oh yeah she 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 doesn't she doesn't really do that because she's like i'm a fucking nurse from the future bitch i don't fucking swoon and faint get over it like yeah oh so it's like Girl boss in time. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 That's actually yeah. she's a time travel time traveling girl, girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So that's that's what we call uh the old outlander catch up. Brian Q some Scottish <laughs> music. Let's just jump into some headlines, you know. Let's let let's just hit the first one, guys. Okay, is anybody mm. did anybody hear about this back when it first happened? So here's the headline from the Washington Post. So did the I Cracker Barrel. Uh, did you get sent? Did you get sent the? Maybe oh, I did didn't share a document some... with James. He's just flying just blind. Listen. Just just hang out with yeah, us. Just listen. <laughs> All right. I, you were, so, no, I was saying you were doing like a Lena, like. Oh, no, 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 no. Headlines. You guys see this? Headlines. Uh, headlines. Um, do you know that there's a a barber in Burbank called Headlines? And every time we go past that, we're like, uh, headlines. Um, so Cracker Barrel served a cleaning agent to a customer. This it was back in 2014. AKA Cronin, known as their new line of drinks. They just right? debuted. Hello. So, yeah, yeah. So William Cronin had just finished his lunch at a Cracker Barrel in Tennessee in April 2014 when his waitress asked if he if she could refill his water glass one more time. When she returned, the Alabama native, he was from Alabama, but dining in Tennessee, took two or three big swigs and then all of a sudden felt a burning sensation in his mouth and his esophagus and struggled to breathe. And then he realized this isn't fucking water. He had been served uh, the chemical Ecosan, uh, a cleaning agent used in the kitchen to basic to to wash dishes. Um, and since then, he's had years of gastrointestinal issues. Um, well, that so would have now- happened anyway. 
(laughs) Right. Yeah, I know. I know. Was it the I know. Um, So eight years later, Cocker Bella has been ordered by a jury to pay him more than nine point three million for serving him this glass of cleaning chemical. Um, Yeah. And so four point three million for compensatory damages and five million in punitive damages for the incident. And they're also but they're saying that Tennessee laws limit non-economic damages to seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. So he might not even get all of it. But fucking crazy. And did it have, you know, and they're, they're saying Cracker Barrel, like, didn't treat this guy very well at all. Like, period. When it happened. I think. Legally, Do you know where like, in, in Tennessee this was? I want to know. If it's I the don't one know exactly in at. Tennessee. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Clarksville. Then we dodged a bullet because uh, that was my mom's favorite spot. Whenever I would visit. It was, home. he was, he went for a short trip over the Tennessee border from his work in Bridgeport, Alabama to the Cracker Barrel, about 30 miles west of Chattanooga. Oh, okay. okay. So that's okay. where it happened. But, but here's where it's, you know, th- there is some violations occurring, like the fact that there was just unmarked <laughs> liquid in a jug, potentially just hanging out on, you know, on a, a bar. Yeah. And or wherever she was going to, you know, refill the water. First of all, you know, they did not say this was like an intentional crime. But you're also like when you refill someone's water, when do you ever reach for like an unmarked jug? (laughs) Um, Which makes it seem a little like a little shady. But however, but it's also illegal to keep any sort of cleaning liquid in anything that isn't clearly marked that it is actually a cleaning liquid, which is really crazy. Mm -hmm. And basically like the thing that's coming down across all the cracker barrels and other restaurants (laughs) in general is like, it's a wake up call to provide better training to really take all of this chemical handling, like, uh, you know, more seriously. But I mean, the guy like burned the, like he burned his esophagus and like has breathing problems this is seven years later that they're, you know, they finally got the court case taken care of. Um, and again, it's, I don't know. I, I don't like, it's, it's one of those things where like, sure accidents can happen, but like what the fuck is like weird, you know, uh, a concentrate of dishwashing, you know, chemical doing just sitting out with the food. Like that's yeah. just gross. It's How do you crazy. Take three swigs. I mean, maybe he was like, if he was like, you know, you know what I mean when someone's like, sure, I'll take that extra glass of water and you're about to leave and you like chug your water before you leave. Like, I think that's what happened. He chugged it down like Heather's style. You know, when she just chugs the glass and then she's like, corn nuts. You know, I feel like that's what happened. And it makes sense. Like everything would go down. But yeah, I don't think people are fucking intentionally doing this shit. Like we all know, like. The repercussions. I don't think this was like gag day when the like the server was like, "Hey, do you want one more refill?" Like winking to her, like you know, coworkers on that right. water. Because if he I was don't... like a regular, I would maybe think maybe foul play. Like, but right. he, this wasn't even his yeah. home. This wasn't his home hometown. Right. Cracker it's, Barrel. It's so random to want to pull something on a right. Like you know, that's like true sociopath style when you're like, we'll just we'll just spin the wheel and see who gets the wrath of my. Yeah. You know. Um. I mean, we had a we had a story like this where I mean, this happens a lot in restaurants in general, especially if you got a sloppy operation going on. Um. There was a restaurant that was in um. It was called in the DC area called uh, Club Heaven, where a customer would like to drink basically what was a Long Island iced tea called a lit. It was lit, you know what I'm saying? And so he knew what that tasted like, loved to order his lit, but someone accidentally grabbed for what was foam bright condenser coil cleaner, which is used for the heating and cooling system behind the bar, poured it into the Long Island because it's bright yellow. They call it the yellow death. And they thought Oof. it was fucking, uh, you know, sour mix. And you're just sitting here going like, God, I think this must happen Jesus. so much more than we realized. But the only thing that happened to this place is they did get a fine because they didn't write up an incident report. They had to pay a hefty fee and they were um, they had their liquor license suspended for 90 days, which is like, I'm sorry, when you fucking poison someone like that, like, yes, maybe yeah, it's- when you actually yeah. try and send someone to Club Heaven at Club <laughs> Heaven. Like that. I mean, accident or not. Fuck. I know. Like you're uh, I, I mean, like, again, I don't mean to be like 
having these headlines where we're like wishing upon, you know, wishing closed downs and fines upon restaurants after all the hard time they've had. But like, what the fuck is going on at your place if like you don't know that you're pouring someone a glass of cleaning agent? Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, I know. You should totally know where like everything is behind the bar. And it's like, I know we all like uh, have sat very impatiently through like all the hazardous material training and have to sign off on it. But there is definitely a reason why. All that shit is labeled and needs to stay away from food and needs, you know, but you need the skull and crossbones. Yeah. <laughs> Put that sure. shit on there, you know. You, you know, I need do, words. I mean, we are from an era though where like I uh, do feel really comfortable being like sitting in a bar and being in the vicinity of sort of a a rag that smells like bleach <laughs> and mildew, yeah. you know, the dirty bar rag smell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. smells, smells like home. And ah! beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I know that smell. But anyway, yeah, I just thought this was like a wowzers kind of a, a, an article that we should we should chat about. Poison. But jumping into the next uh, story we have today, this one's pretty fun. <laughs> so bartender's tip leads to arrest in Key West buoy burning. Yeah, just lighting buoys what? on fire that are floating in the water. All right. <laughs> so basically a tourist made a big impression in Key West. Um, he was at this bar on New Year's Eve. He did not tip. <laughs> He did not tip his bartender. And when he was done, he went and he, he, yeah. And when he was done, he went uh, and set fire to this big Christmas tree on a buoy. The arson caused more than $5,000 in damage to a city's landmark buoy. Um, And they were kind of like, who is it? Who could it be? And they posted his photo. And the only reason is because (coughs) a bartender, Cameron Brody, watched the video and recognized a 21 year old man who would stiffed him that night over and over again. And it wasn't new, just one trip to the bar. Man. He mm-hmm. came up several times and didn't tip. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was like, oh no, that's that asshole. Oh, that's the dream. Me. Yeah. That's the yeah. dream that to is... get, getting to finger a non-tipper in a crime. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the bar's general manager um, turned the recordings from tons of cameras, right? That watch over the bar mm-hmm. each night and match credit card receipts to timestamp videos and they said, oh, we could follow him the whole time in and out of the bar. We could see them getting rejected from all the girls they were trying to hit on. <laughs> that was like a smooth extra detail. They're like, well, first yeah. he, you know, first the, <laughs> the the perp started moving west and then once again was rejected by females. Like they just keep adding that in. <laughs> like, see what happens, ladies. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, this was the, you know, like, this is the big famous like Key West buoy that's just like, this is 90 miles from Cuba. It was that, but I feel like I've, oh, wow. I know that buoy, guys. You know that buoy? I do. The, what's up? Hey, buoy, buoy. I'm trying to do the, you know, oh, you know, right. like the, you get what I'm trying to do, right? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. but yeah. we do. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, 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 fuck that guy. Fuck them. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> See, okay. Well, I think I think the big takeaway from this story is you need to, if you're a non-tipping motherfucker, you need to be changing your appearance constantly yes. because <laughs> I think you don't understand that when you're in the service industry, we are like heat seeking missiles for the good tipper. We know exactly mm. what like the the big tippers, you know, the above and beyond tippers. We know what they look like immediately. Remember their mm. faces and the non tippers. You both occupy the same amount of space in our brain right. because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just a regular tipper, hey, we're thankful for you. You're there. Whatever. Sorry. Yeah. We know like we know what these people look like who do big tipping or no tipping. And so that's what you need to know is yeah. you are marked the minute you walk away. <laughs> And the, if but you, you want to commit erased. a crime, yeah, you, know, you, you want that middle ground mm-hmm. if you're a criminal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I say if you want to get away with it, 20%, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that. Uh, all right. Well, Brooke, should we like move from headlines into some server? We, yeah, we got to unpack this. James is really going to like this. Um, I think it is time for some server submitted stories. We have two today. All right, I'm gonna do the first story. It starts with uh, multigrain Mike. All right, 
He was an early morning Starbucks regular, the most miss him in a crowd type of business dude to the extent that the only thing I remember about him is the surprises he left us in the bathroom. (laughs) Not the way you think, though. In fact, the opposite. All right. He would come in and order coffee and a multigrain bagel to be heated up and then disappear into one of the bathrooms for 20 to 40 minutes at a time. Lucky for Mike, which wasn't his actual name, if I remember correctly, he would uh, time these visits, so we'd be all busy and miss the fact that one of the bathrooms was out of commission in chaos in the morning rush. Okay, all right, all right. His bagel and drink would be cold by the time he got out, which then he would then complain about, and then depending on who was behind the bar, he might get them all replaced or just have the bagel reheated. What the? What? Okay. But while multigrain Mike is his namesake, it's not why he was remembered. So what was Mike getting up to in the single person bathroom? Beats me. I just know that we'd go in after him in all the corners around the room, the door gap, the drain in the center of the floor, and the sink would be stopped up with wet napkins and there would be water all over the place. Was he taking you a bath, cleaning up after an affair, getting naked and sliding around on the wet floor? Who knows? But it was way less sucky to clean up water than other bathroom disasters. So cheers to him. (laughs) Oh, thank you guys so so much for the... Yeah, yeah. It's so bleak that this is like... you know, this is not bad. It was so bad. <laughs> Look at it. Shit and piss. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for the chicken soup, for the soul level warmth, laughs, and gratitude that you inspire me and so many other listeners with. Oh, my God. Godspeed and good tips. Texas has, Texas X barista. Um, okay. Yeah, this is this is fucking okay. This, is, yeah. uh, this needs to be on the next season of Unsolved Mysteries. I, <laughs> I, this is worse than a turd. You know what I'm saying? Because you understand why, I mean, I don't understand people who do weird things with turds, but if someone has an oopsie, usually, you know, we, 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 we've talked about all the gross ways or whatever, but someone is making a bath. Yeah. Do you a, think that's what it is? But they uh-uh. need like, I know you got a new catchphrase on your hands. Worse than a turd. <laughs> worse than a turd. <laughs> this is worse than a turd. But like, okay, but like, so he was he was a run-of-the-mill mill businessman, right? That's the strange part, yeah. So, and then he stopped it up like a Roman bath. Right. So to have a, and it took, it was a 40-minute ritual. Right. right. And so he would come in during the rush which I also think must be stressful because people are probably yeah. knocking a lot while you're in there. Right. I'm occupied. Someone in here. Splash. It's all the water. Um. <laughs> I have to always clarify things. Well, that was great. Like no, you create a world um, with your sounds. Thanks. You don't have Thank to. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It made me think of like, uh, 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 oh my God. Patrick Bateman? What can I think of? No, what can I think of like the Ted Danson, Leslie Nielsen uh, creep show, you know, and creep show when anyway, mm. it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. he, to know exactly where to plug things up to is like a whole nother situation to be like, I need the water yeah. to get like this high. Is this fetishy? Like what, right. you know, what kind of OCD is happening? with multi-grain Mike <laughs> to a deep, deep degree. Right. And why it, is he ordering before? To, I don't to know. Give, to give the air of normalcy. I think also because we realize um if we are a pain the normal dude. If we're <laughs> if we're I'll be back tomorrow doing the same normal thing. <laughs> okay. Here, when when you are a paying customer who then goes to use the bathroom, the heat is off of you because you, when True. in a lot of Starbucks and a lot of places, the, the bathrooms. I told the person who wrote in, I was just like, there could be an entire book written on what happens in Starbucks bathrooms. Yeah. They are ground zero for fuckery. I mean, it's anything from you know people will lock themselves in and overdose on drugs. Like that's what yeah. a lot of Starbucks bathrooms. And like in L.A., there's such a scarcity of bathrooms as someone who has done delivery jobs out here oh yeah Mm -hmm. which we will get into (laughs) and 
you know, and so like I it's it's part of the ramp up too to whatever, you know, maybe it is just a bird bath, a really crazy bird bath he's given himself. <laughs> um, but the fact that he's like, I'm a paying customer and people who make transactions are allowed to use your bathroom. I feel like right. that is part of the protocol so that they could never call him out for not buying anything. And but then he's like, um, yeah, well, once I buy something, it's Open season it's, on the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, it's my bathroom. It's my. Look, I bought <laughs> my this whole bathroom. Thing is like, what, what, like, what's his appearance after he's like coming out of the bathroom? Like, is his hair wet and slicked back? Is he like, is this is the appearance that he has just bathed? Like, has right? Is like, that would he go, happening? Would he go to the gym? But he's a never nude, so he didn't like to clean up there or something, and then had to come to Starbucks and have privacy. Well, I he's just, coming in and out in the same business clothes, right? Right. Right. So is he just right. like hanging them near the ceiling and then taking there, a there, little rubber duck? Probably. Time? There has to be like a whole fucking like rhythm down. Okay. So like it has to be like I go in, I open and close, I take my clothes off, and I stop up the sinks, I mm. turn on the water. I don't know. We know we've gotten that far because, okay, so some of the bathrooms will have a hook on the door. Usually they don't. And so uh-huh. when, like, the um, the door stop, basically, like, the big hinge on the door above, that is my go-to. I will jump up and hook my purse up there <laughs> when I'm in dirty public restrooms because I'm like, huh. listen, if there's no hook, I'm not putting this on the floor or the sink. This is fucking crazy. So he's either, like... If he's like me, right? He's jumping sure. up, hanging she his is. clothes up, right? But that's where the similarities end. Um, <laughs> and that's it. And that's, that's all it. we got. <laughs> and that's all we got. After that, I have a lot of questions. And I'm gonna I'm gonna message Texas ex barista to oh, be yeah. like, yeah, let's I please. I would more. like more details. More details. For sure. I want to know for how sure. wet he is exiting for sure. Yeah. I mean, I know how wet I am by reading Just the, listening story, to the story. Which is not like, wet right. at all. But, and, um, and then part of the game is to come out and then be a dissent satisfied customer yeah, of your own that's making. my favorite part yeah. is he's like I'm, I'm not gonna stand for this cold fucking latte and cold bake you know but you know what to like, be fair i lose track of time when i'm treating myself I'm to in, a bath yeah <laughs> on the floor of a starbucks <laughs> have a nice glass of wine <laughs> candles and a, and a good murder mystery book <laughs> just fishing out like used tea bags out of the trash to put on your eyes you know really relax it <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me. Oh my god, this! But it is—it's is, like a real girl. It's a real girl drink drunk dilemma. You know what I mean? It like it's it, yes. <laughs> man, more he, details though. I want to solve this fucking mystery. Yeah, yeah. I, this is, I, w- I would. I would go. You know, I. You guys can all have your magic mic. I want to see the movie for multi grain mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me too now though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would love if this was like an ongoing saga, please. And a telenovela, if you will. And you know what? We just if this sparks any stories, I, please keep them from being like intensely gross because we kind of went there for an entire episode and it gets to a point where it's like, oh my god, this is so nasty what people do in public bathrooms. Anyways, but if this sparks any Isn't stories, that our most downloaded episode. <laughs> it is. It's our let's, best performing let's episode. Nasty. Let's get nasty. It's true. <laughs> uh, I take it back. You can send us whatever you want, y'all. Woo! All right, we have another submission. So howdy, ladies. Hope this little email can help quell your sub- server-submitted story thirst for a bit. You know, we did say we were dry down there. So uh, starts off. I never personally worked as a server, but my mother and sister have a long history of working as servers. One place in particular, uh, one place in particular is where my mother still currently works for about the last 17 years. One fond memory I have of being a kid is her bringing the leftover breakfast pizza home, which I wouldn't be surprised is the reason for my childhood fat never escaping me. (laughs) Amen to a breakfast pizza. Anyways, not sure if the dumbass owners would even ever listen to this pod, but for anonymity, I'll just call the place CH or house, whichever tickles your narrative fancy. But it is a banquet restaurant in Connecticut with the bad tastes like it's microwaved Italian food and cheap wine. It's also right across from a veterinary hospital and a Dunkin' Donuts. You know, the perfect ambiance for a wedding that you plan for years, but to each their own. 
So my mother would often take me to work with her, whether it be because she didn't have childcare or my dad was working late. They would put me to work for a few dollars and some Shirley Temples. I'd like to attribute this to some of my childhood trauma and current day continuing addiction to Shirley Temples. Doesn't doesn't a Shirley Temple sound so good right I now? I fucking love a Shirley Temple. Oh, yeah, with so some yummy. booze in it. Uh, yeah, that's when they really tasted good. But okay. So my odd jobs as a seven to ten year old employee were helping to set up tables in a banquet hall, putting the tablecloths down, doing entire place settings and centerpieces, even plating food in the kitchen. This is so fucking illegal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and here are some tidbits of stories from that time. The tables were so old and shitty that when we'd, we would roll or carry them out, basically everyone on staff would get splinters. That's so gross. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know exactly the tables they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right? I helped clean out the bathrooms after a wedding reception and found a pair of ladies underwear. Mm-hmm. Ooh, scandal. Um, the bathrooms are always fun. Another time there was vomit just literally everywhere covering everything. Since I was seven, they didn't make me clean it up at that time. <laughs> um, one time she got in trouble for stealing a centerpiece because she liked the flowers. Um, yeah, right. Gotta love this kitchen. And and uh, basically she also said, one time I was helping to plate in the kitchen. The tongs burned me. So I accidentally dropped a bunch of green beans and then one of the owners kicked me out. I was nine. <laughs> Oh. I'm like, why are you uh, kicking? I love how the story starts that like the story starts like I was never a server, but yes, you were. Like no, you, you, got the, you yeah. this is your yes. You've <laughs> totally. been abused. Uh, you you are being exploited <laughs> and abused. Yeah. Um you're an official server. Uh yes, right, exactly. So she says, I figured uh you know, she says, not sure if you guys ever tackle the topic of family labor working in restaurants <laughs> together because I truly feel there's something there. No matter your age, if a family member works at a restaurant, you are almost guaranteed to start working there. They should have given me my cummerbund and bow tie for free for doing as much That's as funny. I did for no pay. Mm-hmm. Any who's will oh. hope this is some content for you. Ashley M. Oh. Wow. Very cute. I mean, yeah, this was like, yeah, this 100%, Ashley, you were a server. Um, I yes. actually love this story. I actually have tons of like feels. I don't Did you guys ever have to go to work with your mom for anything when you were a kid? Did you get dragged in? Well, yeah. She was a school teacher. So we were like at the, and I'm Every from day. a small town. So <laughs> yeah, well, in grades th- uh, th- three and four. Third and fourth and fifth grade, we were in the same school. She was the guidance counselor. So did you have to go? Did she have to be there early? Like, do you have to go in early because she had to? Or did you? Did you I'd take like, the bus. Right okay. Now. Got it. You were like, I'm cool. You do you. I don't need to be. I was never a morning person. <laughs> Even if I had my bathroom bath, I was not a morning person. Even if I got my me time in the public restroom. <laughs> um. Yeah, my dad was a cop, so you didn't really go to work with him. Uh, I mean, mostly would do night patrol, ride along, fucking bust some perps. Um, All right, right, you're going to be decoy tonight. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to put you in that short little dress, and you're going to hang out on the corner. We're going to catch some creeps. Um, I sometimes had to go to work. I mean, like, not during the day if I was sick, but there would be times where, like, I'd get dropped off, and I distinctly remember, like, doing my homework in the break room at Planned Parenthood in high school waiting for my mom to get to work. So that was, you know. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, it happens. These are cool. But I, yeah, I, I, I would definitely stay late after school and then ride home with her. Totally. I was a really cool kid. No, and to, but like when you put it that way, honestly, a banquet situation versus a restaurant is the best case scenario that you could best. have a kid with you, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it's not the same as like, you know, granted, she was on the line with a fucking murderous chef with a temperament, which is the last place I'd probably put my <laughs> child. But all the other parts are like here, like lay these napkins flat and make them smooth. Right. Like yeah. nice, safe, safe place to, to put your child. But Anyways, um, guys, thank you. Like the server submitted stories are starting to roll in again and uh, we will take them over Instagram DM. Okay, you broke me down, people. You Uh won't write me an email. I will take it in the chat. (laughs) All right. Um, But if you do want to email it to us, you can always send it to sideworkpod at gmail.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're going to get into today's topic. We're going to do like a little bit of a pivot with James and talk today about weed delivery. That's right. Marijuana being delivered to your house. We live in a day and age of abundance (laughs) and fucking wowzers. I I still can't believe it myself sometimes that this is available to us. Um, But not everywhere. Even all states where it's legal to purchase marijuana in dispensaries, not every single one has delivery Mm. licenses. They have to have a specific license for that. And the ones that do are Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. So who am I missing? Arkansas really stands out in that group. It really yeah. surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's the red sore thumb in the group for sure. That's a fly new ointment. <laughs> I, good on y'all. But good on y'all. But yeah, I have to question though. I think New York is still medical only. Like, I mean, they're not they're really? not getting their shit together. So maybe you mm-hmm. can have your medical, like your prescription um delivered. But yeah, like it's a whole which thing. is nice, which is still nice. No, to I mean, have, but you still. But yeah. But like Illinois doesn't have it yet, which is surprising to me. You know, no delivery. Um, mm. Just no, no delivery yet. But probably in the near future. Who and, knows? And Illinois, I think we talked about it too. Illinois is like barely a year into legalization where they're working yeah. out how you mm-hmm. get it. Like because Michigan <clears throat> was in a state of flux where it's like it's legal, but it wasn't legal to buy it or sell right. it. Yeah. You know, for like another two years, it took them that long to get their economy set up. All this crazy shit. It's like, obviously, you could go get it, but it would be like, here, I'd like to buy these beanie babies and you will give me a tin of weed gummies along with them. Yes. You know, Um, so very, very weird. But now it's all above board. It was fun. I went weed shopping with my dad in Michigan. Um, cool. How long did you deliver marijuana, James? Oh, what was that? About two years, maybe? Two years. Yeah. And like, I like that you, but you also delivered food, right? You Grubhubbed as well. Is that correct? I postmated off you and post- on yes. for probably five years out here. Wow. So like total, and were you and doing simo- like simultaneous like weed and postmating at the same time? No, when I was weed, I was just doing weed. Okay. When I'm so weed, I... I'm weird, yeah. man. Okay. Come on, man. You know, I, I gotta, mean, you gotta focus. It, it's amazing that you can like kind of make the comparisons or that, you know, do you feel that you like graduated into like a higher echelon moving from Postmates to delivering weed? Oh, well, it paid better and it was, yeah, it paid better. <laughs> Postmates <laughs> pays like shit, man. And it get, just yeah. got worse like every month to the point where it's like, this is literally. This is quite literally not worth it. Like I'm <laughs> between gas and like damage to, the your, damage car, to your car. It's like yeah. I'm actually losing money at this job. Yeah. But um, um no weed was all right. I mean it's a weird business. <laughs> the owner is kind of a weirdo and it was like organic weed, which I don't even know if it was. But like <laughs> <laughs> It was like kind of like, you know, it was a little overpriced. And like, so we would get, I mean, I had some cool regulars, like maybe four, but most of them were like really cheap, rich fucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that would not even tip, you know, I would do like $500 orders and people wouldn't like this one. And then I'd Google the guy and it's like, oh, you're a DJ, you're a famous DJ. <laughs> and uh, you can't throw a fucking 20 my way on a $500 weed order. So that's the thing. Like you should absolutely obviously be doing, you know, someone's like delivering a bunch of weed to your house. If you can't fucking afford to tip, like why do can you afford to have weed delivered organic to your house? Weed. Or mm-hmm. your organic yeah. weed. Like yeah. you clearly have needs and standards. Uh, right. You're a discerning picky motherfucker um, who needs their mm-hmm. organic weed driven up to their Hollywood Hills 
you know, yeah. state. And Here's you will a- end up in the act. Like uh, this one lady who is in the act now, because uh, I delivered to her house maybe, maybe fifty times, maybe more than upwards of fifty times in the past, like over a year and a half period, and she kept me never. And then I Googled her because we have your first and last name and your mm-hmm. address. What? Again. Um, but uh, and found out that she made uh, Tibetan singing bowls that were infused with the music of her boyfriend. That's a real thing. And this woman would not tip me. And she was not Tibetan. Wow. <laughs> the bowls have spoken. Thou- and like, there's gum. And like it would be like Not on my phone. I, I, you. It would be like on my phone. Like I'd be like, here, you can like sign with your finger, and like you see the buttons where it says like. That was what I was gonna tip. ask. Like and it's like, right there. Right in my face, man. Yeah. And repeatedly. Do you even have it with orders? Like, did they have to sign there, or was it like could they pre-order? And then there's obviously it's in your face there as well, like any other delivery yeah. app. Like. No, it was like usually, yeah pay there or at least sign there no i think they could prepay too but yeah it's just i just i could never have the gall to do that it's, it's so bizarre just, it's just wild and i i think once again we are you know we're in a place uh as an evolving podcast where we really stayed really specific about mm. you know bars and restaurants and like a cafe and mm. we have discussed what the expectation and the standard is and as people you know as a podcast who has non-service industry listening folks who love learning about it and all the norms i like to i like to say that we've taught a lot of people that like when in doubt fucking tip anyways right yeah. this is but this is this one's obvious okay this is a <laughs> delivery service coming yeah. to mm-hmm. you with goods this is equivalent to having drinks at a bar um yeah. but yet you had a bunch of delicious weed driven up to your fucking home it was yeah. shopped for by you you got the product you also i mean i i think there's a lot to talk about in this economy that all leads up to like what is wrong with people's brains that that they're not tipping you it's a service oh, and it's a good and someone drove to you with it. So if this is news to anyone listening, yes, you tip your bud tender and you tip your weed delivery person. OK, mm-hmm. yeah. even five. Like if the order was five hundred dollars and they still threw you five, at least I'm not saying that's good. Yeah. Anything is better than zero. Like anything that says I I acknowledge you. And here's a little. Oh, something. I, oh, oh, a human brought this to me. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember I the, the, I almost lost it a bunch of times, but like the the time where I wanted to just you know do something violent was like um, <laughs> it was like months. It was like uh, year one in the pandemic when the fires were really bad out here, and the sky was like Ugh. yeah, that was bright that was brown brutal. orange, and I was I drove like to Alhambra <laughs> to deliver weed to a dude in that shit during the pandemic and like a, like a $300 order and he didn't tip me anything and I was just like I literally like almost just melted into a hate pool on the ground I was oh, like, like something you'd find on the floor of magic of uh <laughs> multi-grain mic Starbucks bathroom a yeah. hate pool yeah it was I, I, I'm like if you can't tip me today, you're never going to tip anybody. Right? Like, but <laughs> but it's also embarrassing because you're sitting here going, you have enough money for $300 worth of right. weed. Like, yeah. Right. To you, order from out of town. This is like Los Angeles County-based company. And it was like Alhambra or further. And I'm like, did everyone else just stop selling, selling to you out here? Because you're fucking... Right. Like, You've gotten on the list, buddy. Right, right. Do not serve. It really is like such a fucking uh, uh, I smack in the face to be like peace, fucking love, mm. and like equality. Yeah. Man, weed is like so chill. Everybody right. be chill, and yet you're just a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, who likes to get blazed and um, yeah, not do appropriate uh, human interactions and pay people for their services and time. Um, yeah. So that's a bummer. Bernie was too good for us. <laughs> but what is? What's crazy to me, though, James, is that you're still like, but this still paid more than Postmates. Oh, for sure. You know? 
you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Postmates is straight up evil. Yeah. yeah. And, and but you worked for like a small business. Like you were like yeah. that shop's delivery driver. You didn't work yeah. for ease. You didn't right. work for a bigger yeah. company. Right. Yeah. So I did have a set like hourly rate. And then we all pooled all of our tips together, which is kind of the only fair way to do weed delivery, I would guess. But that's um, some, but you know, it's got to feel bad at the end of the day when you're like, yeah, they, uh, I don't know what it is about me and my face, but, uh, yeah. showing up with zero <laughs> tips again. Oh yeah. Everybody. Um, you I know, think like uh, that. one Christmas day I worked a shift and I think I put four over 400 miles on the car and I think I walked with, and like over a grand in sales on Christmas day. And I think, uh, I mean, like, I think I totaled a hundred in tips. Dude. <laughs> that would be, Ooh. you can't like show anybody love. Yeah. People are fucking horrible. Yeah. Here's, I was going to say, my- I'm like, yeah, let's get this back on the track in the, in the sense though, like we were hoping on that. Like, these are the really bad days. Clearly mm-hmm. there were enough mm-hmm. decent days to keep you in it. For well, I have very low self-esteem. You know, okay, like, I don't really deserve <laughs> a nice job or a life. You know that. We do know that. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I think I think one of the interesting things, you know, was we've never full on talked about delivery workers in general, but how this can be um we delivery if it is available in your state and you are like sick to death of, you know dropping off burrito bowls for dumb idiots who also don't tip, but then these apps do not give you a living wage. They don't give you benefits, no protection, all this stuff that this is a really great pivot at the very least until you, you know, maybe want to figure out what's next after that, but to get out of the Grubhub hell is, and same with rideshare, a lot of rideshare drivers, because those businesses treat you like Oof. absolute garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Even that, I couldn't do that to myself. Seriously. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Um, yeah. I now, so I know bad. I know that your shop stated independent, but a lot of shops have signed up to work with Ease. Um, yeah. And Ease, the company itself, I mean it is kind of amazing to hear they provide full-time benefits or they provide full benefits, sick leave, hourly wage and mileage reimbursement. And that's current, cool. Yeah, exactly. And right now the wage for your hourly um, is between 15 and 1750 plus tips. Um, nice. And this is like a huge, it flies in the face of the abuse that we've allowed to be Grubhub and, and Uber and yeah. Lyft. Um, so I, that was at least one takeaway. That's where what if, I use when I order weed. Yeah. Is, is easy. It's super yeah. easy. Yeah. And easy. they seem like happy. And I've talked yeah. to the drivers a couple of times cause you know, when you're, and they, they seem to really like it. So. Yeah. So that yeah. was a PSA I did want to put out there. That is, those are the stats even of two years ago from what I found. So it could be more competitive even now as this ramps up, but this was just more of like a, Hey, Hey, here's a hot tip to anyone out there (laughs) hating their Grubhub or their Lyft experience. Because as we know, with both of those jobs, like if you are sick, you don't work, there's no, you just don't make money. And the fact that this is a company that will give you sick days and and benefits. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, like, there's someone in the house who needs a job. what so like with food it? delivery, like with food delivery, you can just like leave it outside, right? During the pandemic and be like, just leave it outside. Don't fucking don't come near me. Don't touch me. Yeah. Like so because because marijuana is this like controlled substance, like do you like legally have to like be like Yeah, they wanted us from me? Yeah. I mean, yes. Or see them and, or leave it out and like make sure you see them, pick it up. Yes. You know. But did you feel, I mean, and I know you like get used and you're, they were supplying you even in an early stage with like N95s and better masks, you know, but like, was yeah. it, especially during the pandemic where you like, I feel more at risk because of this interaction. I oh yeah. Have. I had like, to fight with the boss and be like, I'm not going, cause we had one lady who would order from uh, this insane lady who I ended up really liking, but you know, she had like, <laughs> she had like, you know. Fake lips, fake tits, fake, you know, she was. Oh, yeah. L.A. baby. Yeah. And like she had like an older sugar daddy who would like she would use his card all the time. But like she lived in that uh, 
one of the big high rises on Vine. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I would be like, and this was like at the height of shit. And I'm like, I'm not going. And I would see people come out of the elevator, just idiots, you know, no mask in the elevator. And I'm like, I'm not going up there. She has to come down and get this. Cause like we had stated that that was the rule and she would give all these excuses. She's, <laughs> she's like, I have, I can't wear a mask. Cause like I had a breast surgery and one of my boobs exploded and it caused this <laughs> infection or whatever. And I'm like, you're ordering, like you're smoking of like a half a ounce of weed a day. Or yeah. like, your your lungs are fine you know she just didn't want to do it but yeah i had to fight with them i'm like i'm not going up there like i'm watching kids just run in and out of this of of like this place that has like hundreds of units in it but like that was the only one most everybody else like it's la so it was a lot of delivering to houses so that was kind of nice to not have to go inside anywhere yeah for work yeah i was gonna say during the height of the pandemic What's interesting, and like for anyone who's not familiar, um, you know, the will you tell us about the container that like so as you deliver and you take, how did you guys do it? Did you legally in LA, you're supposed to have the weed locked in um, containers, like like concealed? No, but when I've ordered off of Ease, they are required to kind of have like a black lockbox in the trunk and all the product stays in it, like, you know like a fucking thriller movie and a briefcase uh-huh. filled with goods. Um, oh, yeah. I probably would have gone to jail if I'd gotten pulled over. Oh, so you were loosey-goosey. Mm. Well, the business was. The yeah. business was loosey-goosey, but it fell <laughs> on you because they didn't have the protocol. Well, that's mm-hmm. really funny just because I was reading. <laughs> okay, got it. Sorry, you don't do it anymore. It doesn't matter. Um, but right. So, okay. So in other instances, though, all of the goods, especially you would probably compile what? Maybe if you could get three orders on a route, yeah. you know, you, yeah. Originally we would, we had like this main office downtown and like before COVID I worked there a couple months before COVID. Um, and we would, yeah, take the deliveries from there. But then, <clears throat> you know, once COVID hit, like they were like, just keep these boxes in your car <laughs> and we'll text oh. you the orders and you fill them out. And blah, Got blah, blah. it. Like you had a lot of product and you yeah. would be like, it was Got a little nerve wracking at times. Yes. Well, that's that's something outside, you know, like, okay, I'm like, is this business even legal? And like, how do you <laughs> like every time you open your trunk, keeping a low profile, did you have yeah. places that you would go to where you felt covered and like you were, you know? Um, yeah. The road behind the 365. And I know Silver that road. Lake. I love that road. Yep. That's a great road. I turn uh-huh. on that road a lot. Yep. <laughs> That's where I would chill often. Well, because, and I'm not saying because like it's perfectly legal, but it's like about not getting fucking robbed and killed for a trunk full of weed. Yeah. Know? Or like, yeah, even having to explain it to a cop. No, actually, I'm <laughs> I'm not a fly-by-night drug dealer. I work for this company. I mean, I know this looks bad, but. <laughs> right. <you know. laughs> I know it looks like I just robbed a fucking weed store. Um, it's not what it looks like, yeah. officer. My boss uh, uh, gave me the name of a lawyer to say if this happened. Ah, I've since, would it be like? I think I accidentally deleted that note on the notes app. So just take me to jail. I mean, would it be it's like though if you like? There. Like I work at a KFC or I work at a place that does fried food. Would you come home? Like, would you just smell like weed and you like couldn't get the weed smell like out of your car, out of your clothes? Is that like, a, is that a thing? No, it was in containers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was, gonna- I mean, I don't know, but you know, sometimes if they grow where you work and you go in, sometimes you just like, yeah, that's, no, that's just, like true. permeates. Oh no, they whole- didn't grow. They didn't grow uh, at the office. They grow, they got it all from Humboldt. Nice. Nice. Emerald County. Humble you know, County. Where there, you know, Emerald, where there are, where there Emerald are no laws. Mm-hmm. No laws mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. Up there. Um, I got no laws up I there. Was, I was driving behind a dump truck once that definitely, like, had, I don't know, a bun- it had a bunch of weed plants or, like, mm. old plants. But I was like, Jesus 
fucking Christ. Like the smell was crazy and it came in through all my vents. And like when it finally turned, I had like opened my all my windows and let it air out, but like went to work and like for two days that shit smelled. Oh yeah. Like yeah, it was fucking nuts. Um, so that's why I just wonder if you were just like, I can't get the goddamn weed smell out of my fucking everything, you know? So yeah, um, church is awkward now. It is so <laughs> awkward now. Okay. So like in the before times and like, you know, before the height of the scariness of COVID, um, yeah. would you deal, I'm sure. Cause you know, you said everyone's weird. You get to know everyone who becomes a regular eventually. Oh, we had some great ones. I don't want to say Absolutely. There's this one lady who would tip like 40% on like- Oh, sure. Two something, and I wanted to marry her. She was the fucking best. I love that. But like, I, again, these were always usually the more working class type people. Of you course, know how it is. People always. who probably do tip, tip earning jobs, you yep. know? And mm-hmm. uh, we're always the most generous and we get it. And um. Yeah. So, but I, I'm, I'm always, I think it's funny that a weed delivery person, I'm just imagining the trope of like, when you used to just have the fucking drug dealer come over, like, is there ever an expectation from customers who are like, come on in, we're going to light up the bong, man. (laughs) No, I think that's. You want to take some of this with me right now? Are you busy? Are you busy right now? You want to. We're going to, we're going to watch a movie. Are you busy? Are you working right now? And it's like, yes, I'm on the clock. Oh man, there were a couple people that I kind of wanted to do that with. Just be like, "Hey, you mind if I just to see what they would do?" You want me to break the fourth wall in this relationship? Um, I mean, I kind of didn't even think about that. That is, this is an amazing point. That's why you took that whole the dealer. I know. Be like, so I don't have to fucking hang out with you. Here's the money. Go away. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean. Just subtracting that whole transactional awkwardness is fucking incredible. We live in a fucking day and age where there was no awkward interactions. You don't have to like get place and like be like, I just paid you for this. And now I have to like, are you going to like match me on a bowl or like what's, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God. Or or like our drug dealer fucking fell asleep on the couch again. Like, I don't know how to get him out of here. You know, like those. But my, it's like, my drug dealer is going through a breakup. This is the worst. <laughs> we right. He brought his guitar with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is this is. Did anyone ever tip you with weed instead of money? Oh, this one insane man. <laughs> <laughs> like he would. I, he, I'd bring him the new weed. He would give me the old bottle of weed with like a nug left in it and be like there's your uh-huh. tip and i'm like don't tip me with weed i have all the weed yeah i get all the weed <laughs> asshole that'd be like someone like give like someone like you go out to eat and you order a yeah. burger and fries and someone like puts three fries on a plate <laughs> and they're like here here's your tip like yeah i have all the fucking fries i need in the kitchen asshole like <laughs> the one thing i don't need in my life is access to more weed. Weed. <laughs> that was a great. That like, was a great perk of the job. I got a free eighth every two weeks, and like that, I don't smoke a ton, so that so just just all your friends I, I are like, yay! I didn't buy weed, weed for like two years. That's yeah, great. That and was I, nice. And there's another takeaway: is like, yes, we were talking about you have to tip your bud tenders. You have to tip your delivery people, especially your weed delivery people. <laughs> weed is not a tip. Weed, <laughs> can, weed can be given along with money. If mm-hmm. there is money mm-hmm. that is part of the transaction, then yeah. you can give a loose handful of yeah. bud. But You're giving the wrong kind of green asshole. Also, like- if, you've, if you've never tipped me, I don't want cookies that you made. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> Yeah. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. You're a bad person. You don't tip. You probably, these are poison cookies. (laughs) I fucking love this. But like working for a small organic weed company, you probably learn pretty quickly like what you like, what you don't like, like Mm -hmm. the strains that really, so that's got to be a fun part of it. Just all the It was fun being like, oh, I'm going to try gooba gooba gaba. I don't know what this if, is. <laughs> if it, uh, I'll, I'll put a name out there for you. I had a real bad time on a hash edible last week that oh. I was going to talk about on the podcast, but I didn't. Uh, the name should have given away. It was 
Gar- no, we talked about it. We You talked about it. I did. Oh, the fact mm-hmm. that I had a bite of a melon gargoyle berry. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. Gargoyle, no, gargoyle melon berry ice, ice water hash. Okay. And yeah. I was just like, I was like, yeah, you shouldn't eat this ever. You should never bite into something called a gargoyle lemon berry, melon berry. So <laughs> it's not. It's not good. But you learn quickly what you do like when you don't like. And Brooke, you mean you especially like you working like weed adjacent. Like you there's just stuff up for grabs at your work too, you know? Totally. You're quickly learning oh, what yeah. works and what doesn't. You get reimbursed for the weed. I mean, that was really fun. We shot a bunch of sketches and we had a weed budget. And um Tired. because yeah, it was really it was really fun. But I'm not the big consumer, so I didn't like it was funny. My coworkers all just it was like Halloween candy. They were like, How much can I stuff into my fucking pillowcase? They were oh, just God. Trying yeah. to take all the weed, um, which was great and adorable. But, um, oh, I got you know. fucked up a couple of weeks ago like an idiot. I think someone gave, I got like, a, I was like out of weed and I was like, fuck, I just need to like smoke. Some. I was like, oh, I had some birthday pre roll joints that I haven't opened yet. And like, <clears throat> and so I open it and I smart, I spark it. And we were like dog sitting at the time when I went out and walked a dog and like, I forgot my like name. I was like, how do I get back home with this dog? And then I get back home and I'm like, oh, this was a joint that like the paper was infused with, with hash. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, and I didn't know that. And that was a bad night for me. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I told not. I told like Nadia. I was like, I have. To, I'm. I'm like, I know it's 8:30 p.m., but I have to go to bed. Yeah, that was like the dab <laughs> of joints, basically, right? Yeah, it's. Ugh. I'm like, I am ugh. kind of a lightweight. For someone right on. who delivered yeah. weed that long. Like, no, I mean, that, yeah, you have to really build up your tolerance and fucking like you have yeah. to smoke so much weed to be able to like keep up with shit like that. Oh yeah, like. I still have friends who do bong hits, and I'm like, I don't know how you're doing that anymore. Like, <laughs> I know one person who does bong hits, and he's like, he just does it because he thinks it's a cleaner. It is. Like, oh he yeah. Doesn't, you know, you know, and does, does the filter obviously. I get it, but that would be my entire day if I did one bong hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, they they as I went to see my GP for my you know my regular checkup, and we talk about everything. He's like, okay, if you smoke weed, then he went online. And he showed me, he's like, I, he's like, if you're smoking weed at all, he's like, um, really, we as doctors recommend bongs, um, mm, water sure. bongs. And he showed us like, the, well, they do little mini ones now called the little bub- bubblers. bubblers. Right. So that is, bubblers, yeah. it's a way smaller um, dose sure. that you're getting. But then also mm-hmm. the the packs, which is um, the, uh, the vape inhaler, which heats the weed. You don't get any... Um, of the chemical and the crystal. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Th- those are really nice too, but they're expensive. It's like a $250 pen, but it's the best for your health or a water bubble. Brian's over here being like, mm-hmm, that's what I was going to say. That yep, that's what. <laughs> See, I pay attention at work. Um, uh, I'm such a soft old man. I'm like, I like edibles now. Like that's almost great. exclusively what I'm into. Like a mild edible is perfect for me. Just a little Google. Totally. I got these like two milligram mints that I even forget that I take. And I'm just I like, why those. am I humming? You right. know? <laughs> I love I those little like, mints. And again, I've said it so many times on this podcast, even like a two milligram mint, I'm just like, how ah, what what the <laughs> fuck is going on? You know. Um that's just that's why I'm just like, I'm just gonna eat mushrooms in chocolate form these days. Like that's kind of where I'm at. <gasps> um, because it is that one square of my microdosing, I'm like, oh, this is like the body high. This is the high I wanted to achieve with yeah. edibles. Like that's that's where it's at for me. But um, did you ever see in the delivery like <laughs> game any like crazy shenanigans having it at, at like crazy rich LA homes? Oh, like you're talking about mushrooms. I thought you were. Did you ever see like a did you really face turn into a demon? Like- yeah, <laughs> FaceTime a demon. <laughs> um, but no, in the delivery, in the delivery just, world in general, like you probably people open their doors and oh, there's just yeah. a, a, a real tableau of insanity like, happening. Is that right. is that a draft back there? I'm sure there's some weirdness. Oh yeah, um, 
but a lot, a lot of my delivery, weed delivery was during COVID. So no one was right. letting the trash inside the house, like, you know. Six feet, asshole. Yeah, right. Nobody yeah. was like, hey, thanks for delivering the weed to the orgy. You should stay for a while. <laughs> I've said too much. The good you old days. Now. Yeah. Those are the, the glory days of weed delivery. A good old fashioned Hollywood Hills fuck party I got oh, invited I into. I bet, yeah. I bet being a delivery boy out here in the 70s was a lot wilder. Oh, oh baby. Yeah. You're just in For a sure. cult now. Yep. Yeah. Here, yeah. <laughs> Here's your tip. We'll we'll show you the light. Uh, <laughs> that's your tip. <laughs> oh, my God. I like that you went out on weed and you're just like, yep, I did it all. And now I've hung up. I've hung up my delivery. My my keys are hung up. Oh, I hope I, I never you know. have to do delivery again. It is exhausting. It's exhausting work. I do think it'd be hilarious if like the dispenser you worked for made you put like a light up light on top of your car, like a pizza delivery place. That would- <laughs> so the, uh, the joint is lit. Yeah, it's smoked. Yeah, like there's dude. like a smoke machine on it. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool. You yeah, probably and the wheels I mean, have spinners, but they're pot leaves. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or a uniform, even like, or you'd have to say like a catchphrase and be like, they think you have a super high friendly day. I can't think of a funnier uh, catchphrase. No, but if yeah. you're forced to say it, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's not gone that corporate yet. You know, that yeah, you don't have to too. show up looking like a like a fucking blockbuster employee. But um, yeah. I know you said Cumberbund you will. earlier in I that one story, and it, I got like. I had Dude, a I would, panic attack even thinking about wearing a cummerbund. Yeah, but if there was a weed <laughs> delivery service where like everybody had to wear like cummerbunds and bow ties, I would like only deliver from them or order from them for delivery. I'd be like, that's how you you'd be like, you mean the fucking company with the cummerbund dudes? That's fucking hilarious. And, and like, you I, walk up to my door with white glove service and open a cloche that has my weed on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I want. And give me some close-up magic. Um, okay, y'all are asking on. for so much. I know, and then and then I don't tip. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Well, I, um, I I feel like you answered a lot of questions we had yeah, about. Yeah, you weed really delivery. took us on a journey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll answer all you got. You did it. You did. Oh, okay, good. We're, it's the end. We're done now. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Yeah, this this uh this this interview's cashed. Oh, dude, uh, I'm gonna say that. Well, I'll pack another bowl if you need. Perfect for part yeah. two. Like if if we forgot to ask you anything, we'll get back to you when you're nice and blazed. But um, James, <laughs> thanks as always uh, for being our friend for coming on the y'all. podcast. I know. I'm ready to come out. I'm ready to come out from uh, the the hiding. You know. Yeah. Are we? Uh, we got to do a redo. Down? Yeah. We got to do a redo. Oh, what we yeah. got to do. So uh, it was kind of going down yesterday. I was like, oh, only 20,000 people. And then today I was like, oh, 30,000 people. I don't oh. know. But at least it's not 47 like it was for a while. <laughs> well, don't worry. We're all getting four tests. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, it's totally true. It's, you better stretch those tests out, guys. Use half a test if you can. I'm paying my rent with the tests in February. <laughs> I mean, there's three of us that live here, so we each get one, and then we were saying we have to all fight Indiana for the fourth one. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to eat all the tests, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He Indy. probably will eat all the tests. He's all like, wah, wah. <laughs> I miss that little cherub. Oh, you guys. Well, thank you so much. Please send those services submitted stories our way at sideworkpod at gmail.com. James, one more time, thank you so much for oh, being a guest. And uh, Brooke, you, you know what we say at the end of every episode. Godspeed. Godspeed. Get good tips. And and give tips to yeah, your weed guy. Weed delivery. Tip your weed guy. Godspeed, good weed. Also, even better. Godspeed, good rips. You know what I'm saying? Godspeed, good weed. That can be the catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right.